I'm Venom. Bah. Actually, we are Venom. Bah. They say we are Venom together. One, two, three. We, we are, are Venom. Venom. No. Okay, don't dislike, actually. Duke, 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 Snooks. Welcome back to Duke Snooks. Sprinkle hands. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. <laughs> Jack's leading this because I think he knows the most about Spider Man. Blush. I'm red. You know who else is red? My shirt? Spider Spider Man. <laughs> this will go into spoilers for all Spider Man thingies. So, like, the entire Raimi trilogy, the Mark Webb movies, which is the amazing Spider Man ones, the MCU, and all everything. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't think anybody cares. I just, I just would be impolite. Spider Man was created by Stan Lee. What a surprise. Stanley who? The, the Does he have a last name? <laughs> Besides Lee, like, isn't Stan Lee, isn't Lee his last name? Whatever you want. No, no, I was just confused why you said that. Please don't make, don't make me spell out the joke. Please don't make me do it. Spell it out. I, I got it right away. This is for the audience. And the original, <laughs> I don't think you did. And the original art and design was done by Steve Ditko, who a lot of people don't know. Was Jack Kirby involved in this, in Spider-Man at all? Um, he probably was, but he wasn't in the creation of it. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain in that statement. Actually, a lot of the movie, because I mean, a lot of the movies reference a lot of comic stuff. So actually, a lot of the Tobey Maguire movie, the very first one, is very like accurate to the actual Spider-Man origin, like down to the T of like him being like a wrestler for a bit because uh, he gets bitten by a spider. He doesn't immediately become a superhero, kind of like in the movie. He becomes like he does like wrestling stuff, and then it kind of plays out the same way where like there's a robbery happening. And his Uncle Ben gets shot and killed, and then he that makes him want to be a hero. So that lore of in the Tobey Maguire movie kind of plays out the exact same way. That's kind of how the comic started, was that that lore. That was like Because I would assume they eventually changed the lore throughout the comics too, right? Yeah. So then for the first bit of it, he's just Spider-Man. He works at the Daily Bugle, and they introduce his rogues gallery, like uh, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and everybody, which... I think Spider-Man has the second best rogues gallery compared to Batman. At they, I would, I would. He's got some good ass yeah. villains, man. I mean, it, there might be tied. I don't know. I mean, Batman's villains, I think, are more iconic, but Spider-Man's got some bangers in there too. Batman's villains kind of transcend comic books. Like everyone knows who the Joker is. Well, I mean, Batman. The first Batman movie was in the 1940s. Oh damn! Yeah, so there was a there was a black and white serialized version of Batman. Why are we talking about Batman? Just go for it. In the forties, when you went to a movie, you would see what were called serials. So Looney Tunes cartoons, Disney cartoons, Kellogg, and then a Batman uh, serial was one of the live actions. And then he had uh, a series in the sixties, which is very famous. Adam West played Batman. Burt Ward played Robin. When did Spider Man start coming onto the screen? I guess because if that was the forties. The cartoon, but the first official movie was in the 2002 with uh, Sam Raimi. But there was, wasn't there okay, a live action stuff. show in the 70s? There was live action shows for everything. Okay. <laughs> they also had live action Iron Man in the 70s. I mean, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Like, yeah. They had all that stuff. So yeah, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. It's back to Spider-Man. Yeah, we, we kind of got off track so, a little bit. So the main difference, actually, that the Sam Raimi movie didn't do was that Spider-Man's actual love interest originally for the longest time was actually Gwen Stacy. And this was Mary Jane. Well, it, yeah, it was Mary Jane in the to- in the, in, in the movie. Toby movie, yeah, yeah. But in the That's Andrew Garfield ones, they did Gwen Stacy. Like, that is actually, like, the comic lore. Like, it was Gwen Stacy, and then she died. Like, Green Goblin killed her. That's, uh, that, so, like, in the, in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie when she dies... After Spider-Man gets over Gwen Stacy's death, that's when he starts dating Mary Jane. Did you already say the dates for when the comics started? When... When did oh, the, the 60s? The 60s? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't have any hard dates on the comics. It's comics no, I just, just jump all over the place. Yeah. 
I was just curious when he started writing them. So sixties. No, okay. Spider Man was very early on in Marvel. They still write comics on Spider Man, right? To this yes. day, right? Yes. So what the heck are they repeating? Are they giving us more? Like I, I'm. What so do they do? <laughs> Mar- so Marvel in particular does a lot of soft reboots in their comic books. So they'll be like, oh, a big bloopy thing happened, and nobody remembers, or like everybody gets aged up or down or whatever, and they do a bunch of like little things just to like retcon things, or like this character's now whatever, this character's now that, which is a lot different than DC because DC will do like like a crisis event or something, and they'll just like they'll reboot the whole freaking thing at one time. Like Marvel will just cut off like branches and stuff or like do a new thing, but DC will just chop down the whole freaking tree. Is there any like way to even navigate? That's why I've never really touched <laughs> comics. That's where I'm at. Because like Yes and no. I mean you can you can, but it's more of like like you wouldn't read every single thing that's ever been written on Spider Man. You could find like the top ten best Spider Man comics or something. You'd okay, read. just pick pick one of the better arcs. Like that if you were people like, recommend. I want to read I want to read a Batman one. She's like, oh well, here's the, the kill- killing like, joke. Here's the killing joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, but yeah, back to back to the Gwen Stacy stuff. It's kind of interesting because it's kind of a mix of how they do it. Because like uh, the way they do the stuff in Spider Man three and the Amazing Spider Man two with the Gwen Stacy death. Because like Mary Jane was gonna be in the Amazing Spider Man two movie, but she got cut because it was there was already too much happening in that movie in the first place. They actually talk about the new, the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie because like they're like, wherever a, a Peter Parker and a Gwen Stacy get together, it just ends badly. Then the Spider-Man comics start getting all over the place when you start getting like the weird '70s stuff. So like that, that's when they start doing like the Secret War storyline, and he goes into space and he gets the symbiote suit. That was the '70s. I could be wrong. So he gets the symbiote suit, and then that turns into Venom. So it's not just like Venom's a thing; it's more of like it's kind of how they do it in Spider-Man Three. I thought Venom was invented in the '90s. Well, then it's probably the 90s. Venom was definitely from the 90s. Yeah, there's a bunch of other weird little stuff. Like, there was an arc around that time, too, where he had the black suit where, like, Craven the Hunter kills him, and then he comes back to life, because <laughs> whatever. Which that's the also 90s were coming. real big on killing superheroes, because that's when the death of Superman came out, too, right? I believe so. Okay. Um, yeah, no, there, there's a lot of... Cra- like, when they killed a, a Robin the first time, because they actually had, they had people, like, mail in their opinions on that, and they were like, should we kill him? And they wrote two versions of the story, and more people voted in to kill him. So they killed them. <laughs> wow. Because isn't there like three or four Robins? They rotate. They're they're in the same order even when the universe reboots. Cause just because like you know one turns into like Nightwing, and then the last one's usually Damian Wayne because that's his son. And I love how it's Batman and Spider Man. <laughs> We're doing a lot of Batman and Spider Man. The interesting thing actually before we jump off DC again, we'll get we'll be back on DC obviously. DC's Earths are actually bigger than Marvel's Earths because like they have like Gotham and Metropolis and stuff, but DC's just like well. Those are just extra cities. We still have like New York and stuff. Would that make Earth? Well, I mean, they just say that. bigger. I, yeah, okay. There's not a. I, I don't I, have a, I I don't have a ruler. Then there was this other crazy one in the '90s, which is actually people's least favorite comic book line. It's called the Clone Saga. <laughs> you ever heard of the Clone Saga? No, I've never no. heard of that. What is that? So they bring in like it. It was before they did Spider Verse, but they bring in like all these like clones and stuff of different dimensions of Peter Parker. And then they said this one Peter Parker is actually the real Peter Parker, and the Peter Parker that you've been reading about for the past twenty years is not the real Peter Parker. Oh, and people were like, "This is so stupid." Yeah, <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, no, the clone thing. So eventually, they kind of scrapped most of the clone thing, and they're like, "Actually, the person that we told you was really Spider Man. We just lied. <laughs> don't be, <laughs> don't be mad at us." <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much it up until about the early two thousands or so, whenever they started doing Civil War and stuff. What um, with the comics? What are we kind of in now? I guess well, are we still building building up to that? Sorry. Yeah, chill out. <laughs> but yeah, the Civil War. So Peter Parker, like in the Civil War movie with Captain America, which is why they wanted to bring him in because Civil War was actually a really big storyline for Spider Man. The big thing was that 
he actually like reveals himself to the world, like saying, "I am Peter Parker. I'm Spider Man. I'm signing up with uh, Iron Man." Oh, and that was like a that was like a big thing. the The first trailer where they showed him, I would argue, it's one of the smartest things Marvel's ever done, because it was the third time in like the past fifteen years there was a different person playing Spider Man. Honestly, ten years because yeah. that movie came out twenty sixteen and Spider Man two thousand seven. Because because the shot it was the second I remember it was the second trailer for Captain America three, and the like he was at the very end and he grabs the shield and the only shot you see of Spider-Man is him holding Captain America's shield. So like uh, eventually Spider-Man makes a deal with this character called Mephisto who's basically like the devil. He basically like does the thing where Doctor Strange does in the movie where like he wipes out everybody's Spider-Man um, and it like resets everything and Aunt May comes back to life. But then it also ruined like he doesn't get married to Mary Jane like they, that gets crumbled. So he gets Aunt May back and he gets a secret identity but he no longer is married to Mary Jane. So yeah, then it then it mostly it's kind of where it is now. He's like, you know, it's back to normal ish. And then about ugh, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago, that's when they actually started doing all the Spider Verse stuff. So the Spider Verse comics are actually pretty new. So it's not like something from like the eighties that they just started okay. pulling. It's like that's very recent memory of them doing all the Spider Verse crazy stuff. But the movies differ from the comics, right? The Spider regarding Miles Morales yeah. and that stuff. And yeah, Miles Miles Morales is still a character and everything, but yeah. It, but it, but it does its own thing in the movie. It's more so. of just the idea of every. It's kind of like the stuff we talked about earlier, where it's like the pieces are there, but some of the things are like this Gwen Stacy's actually Mary Jane, or you know whatever this character actually did this or something, which I think is fine. I don't think that things need to follow things directly. Just make something good. Luckily, Spider Man's a character that like his comic actually, or his costume actually can transcend and can actually like, be used on screen properly. Because like there's some characters you just can't like. You can't have, like, the Hawkeye costume. Like, the giant purple thing where he looks like a bird. Or, like, the original Falcon costume where he looks like a giant red bird. And he has, like... You know, like, in... You know, it's like an event... Like, Falcon has, like, a little, like, drone thing called Red Wing. Mm-hmm. In the comics, it's just an actual bird. Oh, what? Called Red Wing. <laughs> really? He's, just got, he's got a little Falcon with him. Oh, that's awesome. It is cool, but it's like... <laughs> you can't do that in a no, movie. No, that'd be weird. That'd be stupid. It's like... If they did it animated... Dude, I swear. See, this then stuff, it works. This stuff animated works. Oh, absolutely, it's it does. so much better. That's why there's a. That's why a lot of the good comic book stuff is usually animated. So the Spider-Man movies. Ooh, Spider-Man first movie, two thousand two, was the first Sam Raimi movie, which I would argue this is the first modern superhero movie. X-Men. I I think that's date. Like it's good, but it's dated. Like if you watch the like the X-Men movie, the first X-Men movies and Spider-Man and like Hulk two thousand three or something. Like, you can just tell, like, Spider-Man, it's, like, ahead of its time. Spider-Man is definitely ahead of, of Hulk 2003. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Wow. I guess out of all of those that you just named, Spider-Man's the one I probably go back to the most. This Spider-Man movie, like, I know they don't have, like, cell phones and stuff, but, like, it's very good. Like, it's got a lot of, I mean, it's the same Raimi. It's got a lot of practical effects. Like, it's really good. Well, when all the people, when Green Goblin's using his bombs and all the people are turning into skeletons. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good thing. I it's like kind of, cr- it's, it's early 2000s CGI, but... It kind of works. <laughs> I mean, the Sam Raimi movies have also just become like cult classics. I mean, that's what Sam Raimi does. It did well, right? Uh, it did, it, well, it got well a sequel. To get two sequels, yeah. Did you see a Hulk 2003 sequel? No. No. He did not. Uh, yeah, so that Spider-Man 2 came out, and it was 2004. I mean, it was just same thing. Like, I mean, it just, they just, it just built on what the first one did so well, and I mean, people like Spider-Man 2 more than Spider-Man 1. Doc Ock's in it. I was going to say, what well, one's... Okay, Doc... Yeah, yeah that was great. Like Doc Ock scene, was great. The scene with, like, the train... What's that famous line from that one? The holding the the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Yeah, the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. 
There's a lot of great lines in that movie. Mm. The shot where like it like zooms into like Doc Ock's like sunglasses. You remember that one? Dude, so many cool shots. Thanks, thank you, Sam Raimi. Spider Man Three came out two thousand seven, which had a lot of studio interference. Yay! Yeah, they threw so much crap into that movie. I yeah. remember we watching it not too long ago. I heard... Still a lot happening. So yeah, and then we'll go into the Mark Webb's new reimagining of Spider-Man that came out in 2012. Woo. So they were actually going to make Andrew Spider-Man Garfield. 4 before they rebooted the whole thing. It was supposed to release in 2012, I think. So they just restarted. And they thought they would just be more financially stable just to reboot the whole franchise. Oops. Well, I think at first it did. The first one did I was going to say, good. the first one did solid, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they got a second got one Got a second one. I think, I mean, it does, definitely does have a bunch of its flaws, but I mean, those things just have so much interference with them, like from the studio. Andrew Garfield kills it. Emma I Stone love kills Garfield. it. And they have like the best chemistry out of like any of the Peter Parkers and love interests. That That's what I think makes and, it and I And I think how they uh, killed Gwen at the end of the second one made it, because their chemistry was so good, it made it so much harder to see that scene. Yeah, and the second one was just all over the place. They had Electro in it with Jamie Foxx, and it's... <laughs> Poor Jamie Foxx. <laughs> they did him justice, though, in the new one. And they were going to make an amazing Spider-Man 3, believe it or not, before they went to the MCU. Well, uh, you figured. I mean, it felt like a That trilogy. was going to be the Sinister St- Six movie, right? Probably. Because they so were setting that. that up. Mm-hmm. Because they had the Rhino in it, too. I love Andrew Garfield, but yeah, they, they fall flat for sure, those movies do. They have good, like, Andrew Garfield doing Spider-Man stuff is always so good, though. I love him. Like he's he, probably the best actor of the three. Like when he like you know like he like he saves the kid. And he like makes the kid put on like the mask and he's like having him climb up like the car. Or in the second one when like those kids are like bullying him and he like fixes the kid's like science project and stuff. And at the end of the movie he's like, hey, you're Spider Man, but I'm actual Spider Man. So maybe like get out of the way in front of the giant robot rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then two years later, Spider Man was rebooted to join Captain America in Captain America Three: Civil War. With Thomas and Holland, the youngest looking Spider Man so far. He actually feels like a kid. I think he was like 16 or 17 playing a 14 year old in that movie. Because I think every movie that Spider Man's in, up until like you get to like the last two Avengers movies, he kind of like, he like ages like a year every time. So he's, he's like 14 in Captain America 3, which they introduce him in and it's just stand, like Uncle Ben, like you just already know the origin story. They just jump you right into it. So like it's just him and Aunt May, and then Iron Man just recruits him just to join the Avengers. And then they do Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the Spider-Man movie that is not a Spider-Man movie. No. Which is very interesting, which I, I think works. I know. Because that's a good movie. Um, but it's I'm a at- John Hughes high school drama. Like, it, feel, it, it feels like a Breakfast Club. Yeah. Or Fer- Ferris Bueller type movie with Spider-Man. And that's so probably why I was so disappointed, because I want, I, I'm that guy that I want, I want my Spider-Man like lore like i want i want his canon man yeah i think i was okay with it because it was more interesting just to see like because that was the first movie where it was like this is like something in the mcu that isn't like the mcu i guess i don't know it was a break from the massive world domineering yes. stuff and back to a smaller it was like an ant-man yes and it was it was a smaller villain and the vulture was a good villain michael yeah michael Keaton Keaton. was great yeah no I, I think there's some good ideas in that movie because it's like a different take on it because he's like because he's like he's so young in that movie because he's like he wants to like be iron man but iron man's like no you need to be like better than me because i'm like a horrible person <laughs> And then after that, uh, Spider-Man 2017, they did uh, Spider-Man Far From Home 2019, which he's the first Spider-Man movie where he's not in New York. I like yeah. Mysterio, because I like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. He, he Jake Gyllenhaal was very good in the movie. That was good. 
Yeah, that movie definitely falls flat for a lot of people, though. And then the the most recent live action one is Spider Man No Way Home. Wait, No Way Home? That's our. That's the most recent one. There's three, right? So, that's sorry, the third one. I'm I'm going crazy. They always do home in them. Yep. Can you name the three? Homecoming, homes? Far From Home, No Way Home, and they brought back a villain from the five. Mark the well the three Tobey Maguire and then the two Andrew Garfield Spider movies. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, it was a fun movie. The first half definitely just drags and stuff. It was fun. I remember that was like one of the first movies I saw by myself, and I was just having a. Why'd you by yourself? <laughs> because it was like I really wanted to go and I had a really busy week, so I went at like eleven at night or something. That remember, was pretty epic though. Remember I called you after because I needed someone to talk to about it. It was like it was at, yeah. like at one or twelve. I don't remember this. No, it's probably my phone. I, I'll look through my call history. We'll see <laughs> if I can find it. Okay. So yeah, no, the the animated stuff is, I, I it's fantastic. I mean, I I think Spider Man as a whole is some of the best franchises and everything in history, all the way back from the sixties and now. And I mean, it's the most popular Marvel character. So I'm glad we did it. We I love did him. It. We Woo! did. We all did it. Good job, Jack. We, we, Thank you. Nope, we all did it. Yay. All right. Um, well, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Like Spider-Man. Goodbye. Psh. Goodbye. Spider-Man. Love noise.